Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people talk big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating and is currently undefeated in his MMA career. Here is Christian Robertson. Hey, what's going on, guys? Appreciate you being here again today. Super excited about this podcast. Um, today's guest is actually my first female guest, episode 28, I believe. So, uh, but today's guest is Isis Lowry. Isis was an all-American gymnast at Oregon State University. Her and I have become friends over the last two years. Um, obviously, both competed for for the Beavers for the last couple of years. She uh, super involved with the Damn Worth It campaign there. You guys will hear a little bit about that. Um, and then all around, just just great individual, great human being. So, <clears throat> was really excited to talk to her. Um, really good podcast. Probably could have talked to her for another. Four or five hours, but you know, time bearing, we had to get off. Um, so yeah, just real quick, a few housekeeping things. If you guys like this podcast, if you enjoy it, uh, we just ask that, or if you get something out of it, maybe you're encouraged. I would just ask that you uh, share this podcast with one person. Uh, don't really run a lot of ads or any, um, so just ask that you pay the fee sharing it. Maybe share it to your Instagram tag, myself and ISIS, if you do that. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, but. Let people know about it. So also, um, there's going to be some links down in the bio uh, for a couple of the things that Isis and I talk about. One of them is uh, Arbon, I believe that's what it is, and uh, she'll explain that. Um, to say it's a supplement company would definitely be wrong. Um, they do make supplements, but they're a uh, very holistic health and lifestyle company. And then uh, the other link is the Damn Worth It campaign. And, uh, and we'll get into that. But a uh, lot of things about suicide prevention and just, you know, helping people out and dealing with mental health and stuff. So she talks about that a little bit. And um, I'm actually the Oregon State president of the Damn Worth It campaign is uh, a really good friend of mine. And, um, and he's going to be on here at some point. So, guys, without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Yay. We got it. Sorry, I was like, I know, I just don't know how to help people because I had someone else try to Skype me the other day and she's like, there's three names. I'm like, I don't know what's what. So she just literally clicked them all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, there was like, uh, there was two ISIS's from um, Melbourne. So that really threw me off. Uh huh. And then there was the live ID that you just sent me and I was like, okay, that's got to be which it. One, which one worked? The live ID. Okay, I'll just send that to people then. Yeah. I don't know how to yeah. change it to like my name. I just don't know. Uh, oh well. Freaking Skype. Yeah. How are Sorry. you doing? Let's see. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Just uh, just chilling, enjoying the Cali weather. Oh, that's nice. I'm still in Koalas, chilling. Uh, it's been pretty good though. Is it? it bad. Yeah. The What's... last few days has been like less sunny, but it was dead. Like last week was really hot, so that's good. How's the weather? Or, I mean, like, just as a whole, is it nice? Has it been nice? Yeah. It's only rained, like, a few days. But, like, last week was, like, all week. We were, like, you could, like, go out and, like, lay out and get a tan. So, that was, like, really, really nice. Gotcha. So, yeah. What's, like, the, just, like, the atmosphere like? Because I left. Probably I mean, two. no one's there. <laughs> is it just every everybody's just gone home and stuff? Like, Corvallis, like, when school's not here. <laughs> Dang. Like. So and pretty no much, it's pretty much summertime, right? I mean, that's basically how it looks. I mean, yeah, pretty much. So, but it's cool. I've just been chilling. I've got like one of my roommates is still here and two of my teammates still. So we've all been like, see, we were all like seeing each other before all this went down. So like, gotcha. we're still, you know what I mean? Yeah. So how's, I mean, so are you, in, are you still going for your bachelor's or are you in grad school right now? So I'm about to finish up in June. Okay. And I'm done then. So I got two classes left and then I'm most likely going to stay here for grad school. Um, so that'll obviously be another two years. So then, yeah, that's my plan. What are you going to grad school for? No idea. No clue yet? I like what I want to do outside of grad school. So like during it, I don't know like what I actually, I just like what, no, I want my masters. I want to do student athlete development. Okay. So like, 
I don't know, something within like sports admin maybe, but like, or like personal development, I don't know. I'm definitely more of like a, I'd rather, like I value education a lot mm-hmm. and like I like getting my master's is really important to me, but I'm more of a, I'd rather just get out into the workforce and do it type of person rather than like sit and take notes and all that stuff. But gotcha. I really do want my master's, so. that's cool so that'll be in you said sports what like administration is that what you said or yeah in that realm because i want to do student athlete development so that's like under sports administration but i'm really interested in like all of the aspects of student athlete development and like the personal development side of things and like that i'm a human development family science major so like my classes like i've loved all of those just like dissecting all of that is like so interesting to me I don't know. And I've loved like all of the education classes as well. Like just, I don't know, the real, like the real life classes of like, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I was, like I was an eight. I really like English. <laughs> like I don't yeah. really like I was just, stuff. I was just up in my, my, so we're all doing homeschool or I'm done. I just graduated, but, um, mm-hmm. my brother's in doing homeschool and my mom has to like help him and stuff. Cause basically every parent has become a homeschool teacher now, which is, yeah crazy (laughs) um but she's like christian get out of here i'm helping cole with his english i was like everybody in this house speaks english like why do we have to do this (laughs) i know i don't miss like having english classes but i am doing like um a lot of like program proposal writing classes type like so like really writing intensive Gotcha. and like i like writing where it's just like you can just talk about your own like experiences and like personal because then i can just go forever but when it's like, you need yeah. 10 empirical research articles to base it. And I'm like, stop, 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 stop. So, yeah. yeah. But that's like literally the major I'm doing. It's either that or like do science that I don't understand and that's not enjoyable. Like I don't, I don't know. I yeah. respect it and it's really interesting. I'd rather do science than English just because like, I think it's more interesting. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, it's harder. Just, like I don't like care about the insides of a leaf and like you know what I'm trying to like that part is just like I always loved like the anatomy and the human yeah like body part of like sure. bio and stuff and I was like wow it's so cool I didn't understand like I just would get so confused with like the legitimate like way everything worked but I was like that's cool because that's real life you can apply that like oh yeah. your muscles do this and then obviously I do gymnastics so it's literally physics yeah yeah and my coach would be like it's just physics I'm like I know nothing about physics like. What goes up must come down. And I know that for a fact because yeah. I come down a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I trust me, I know. I I was a kinesiology major and then I switched to HDFS just because yeah. I think I, I, I <laughs> feel like I feel the chemistry class and I was like, eh, I'm just going to. I hate chemistry. So That's horrible. one thing that I never liked. Hated it. I was like, how do I need to know this to be a personal trainer? So. Like, Exactly. Kind of shifted my my mindset there. Okay, so let's say four years from now, dream job. What's Isis Lowry doing? I am successful and I'm happy overall. That's like what I want to be doing. Um, definitely working within like college athletics. Okay, that's like one of my biggest passions. And I didn't. I thought I just liked college athletics because I was in college and I like college. You know, it's like oh, I like college. Like it's so fun. But I just realized that I loved being around so many people that were just so driven and motivated every single day to get better in whatever aspect of their life that was. And I just have never been used to that, being around that drive and that passion um, for something that interests me. You know what I mean? Because, like, not everyone loves sports. So, like, I'm not saying there are no passionate people anywhere else in the world. But, like, obviously, sport is just so different. The sporting culture in America is so different, so competitive. And I wasn't used to that. But like, I really realized that I thrived in that because everyone was just wanting to get better and everyone was just so motivated to get up every day and get better at what they love to do. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I love it. So I would love to be part of that in some way. Um, and like I said before, like, personal development is huge to me. Like I've grown a lot since I've been in college and I want to be able to help other people kind of like go through that transition and come out stronger on the other side and really like feel like they've found themselves and like can start to like appreciate and love themselves. So. I kind of just want to be like a hype coach slash in like the realm of college athletics slash, I don't know. And I've started working my business with Arbonne um, yeah. and that's been really fun and I love that and like using like all of the products and 
you know, it's just like, it's been really exciting to like work it from like, I literally like am getting paid. It's like an effort-based business. So like you get in what you put out, like you, you get out, put in. Yeah. But it's just awesome because like I'm getting healthy, I'm getting fit and I'm feeling good and I've got my energy and like, that's all like literally like all it is and like reaching yeah. out to people like, Hey, do you want to try this? Like, would you like to do this? So like kind of helping other people through their journeys. I'm just a helper. I just want to help people. And like, you know, I just want to help everyone feel as good as they can. And that makes me feel good about myself when I know I can help people do that. So sure. that was the longest answer ever. And I no, don't no, know. No. It was, it was great. Um, <laughs> I actually, I have a few points now that I'm probably going to go into in the conversation, but uh, what is Arbon? Just explain that real quick for anybody that doesn't know. It's, I mean, is it, it would it be like too broad to say it's a supplement company? Yeah, because it literally is like nutrition, hair, skin, makeup, like. So it's like self-care. Like, so it's like, yeah. So the whole point of Arbon is like a holistic approach to well-being. Okay. So they really want you to like be the healthiest and mm. live the most sustainable life. Like all of their products are like sustainable over like 2000 ingredients a band that's like when i think it's like 11 a band like in the u.s by like the fda so like this company ensures that like what you are digesting and what you're putting on your skin is like the best for you mm. and the best for the environment so like gotcha. all the products are vegan it's like dairy soy gluten free it's like all like it's just really great and like their whole thing is like a holistic approach to well-being in general gotcha. like all their um they have actually like donations and like mental health is something that's like really important to me. Obviously yeah. I work with the damn worth it campaign. Yeah. Um, and that's just always been something that like mm. I would be an advocate for and, you know, make people know that it's okay not to be okay to reach out for help, all of this kind of stuff. But they actually like have a donation section. Um, they work closely with the mental health foundation. So I was like, Oh my goodness. Like they love the environment. They care about people's mental health. And it's really just about like becoming the best version of you from the inside out. And it's not about like, I need to lose 200 pounds. Like if you need to lose 200 pounds, like there's definitely stuff that can help you. Sure. But it's not one of those fad, like you got to drink six shakes a day and you're only allowed to drink like, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But like there are a lot of products that do help with like the toxins and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So a lot of people get the idea of like, oh, like you're just selling stuff online to make people skinny. It's like, no, actually, yeah. like I'm promoting like a lot of these products that help people like like help themselves from the inside out because like most people like you know want to get fit you go to the gym you work out yeah but it's like but what are you like putting in like you could be like working out 20 times a day and still be like bloated and have like stomach pain and you don't know why and yeah. maybe it's because your digestive like system is not working the way it's supposed to be so mm -hmm. something help and then boom you know what i mean yeah. so it's been cool and like my whole life it's been like my health and fitness journey per se has been because of gymnastics, like I worked out because of gymnastics. I didn't yeah. work out because like, I wanna be fit and healthy. It was like, well, I gotta be fit and healthy if I wanna be really good at gymnastics yeah. and be able to do it safely and be able to do it well and feel good and all that kind of thing. So now that gymnastics is done, it's like, how can I be motivated to maintain this healthy lifestyle when like that kind of like my purpose for doing it is now done. Yeah. So like, cool, cause now I've transitioned as like I'm in retirement, I'm retired now. So it's like, how can I, and I'm so mad that I didn't know about this more when I was an athlete. Cause it's mm. all like the products are like NCAA banned substance approved. Like they're not like, you know, it's okay to take them professional athletes. Like they've been, it's like, you're good. Yeah. So I was like, why didn't, like, I just wish I had have known about it because I have felt, I haven't felt this good in so long. Really? Hard to explain. I'm doing like one of our um, 30 days healthy living challenges right now. And me and my, one of my old teammates are doing it. And she's like, dude, like I've never had this much energy. I'm like, okay, that's what I'm saying. And I'm not just like saying it because I like want people to buy it. Mm -hmm. It's like I genuinely feel like, I don't know, like inside, I just feel like clean, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's really weird. Yeah. But I've been doing that and I just want to be able to help other people feel their best because like, and if you're paying, then everyone's like, oh, it's so much more expensive. I'm like, well, when you compare it, like if you look at like how much a foundation is like from like mm -hmm. a brand that most people are like, oh, like look at my foundation. Yeah. Our foundation is like similar price and it's like good for you. Like it's not going to like, you know, it's got like stuff in it that's actually going to like help your skin rather than like make it worse and stuff yeah. like that. Like what's in it. And I'm like, and they're like, of course it's going to be a little bit pricier if it's 
better for you. Like if you look at organic milk versus regular milk, like yeah. it's all more expensive. Yeah. But it, you get more for your buck because it's like it's benefiting you. Oh my god, so true. And all of this stuff has lasted so long. Like I don't know. I could talk about it forever because I love it. And it's just like my new thing now. And I'm just no, like. No, it's, I, hey, I completely like, well, first of all, there's the, uh, there's the, uh, the plug for, um, for Airborne. Go get you some, is it Arborn or Airborne? Arborn? Okay. So my accent, pa- it's Arborn. Arborn. Okay. This little, and their little slogan is like flourish. You know, like they want everyone to like flourish. Cause like from cool. the business side, like it's effort based, but like it can really like, help you you yeah. know what i mean like the people that are successful in this company are like look into it they're killing it yeah so it's, what could start as like a side hustle could end up being like your legitimate source of income um if you want it to be so yeah. it's, it's really cool so yeah anyways that's the little i just want you to flourish and look there's, at this shooting bottle it's so there's cute. our there's our paid advertising for our bond anybody listening go get some our bond ncaa no. approved <laughs> no i uh i I'm trying to get in this world too. I don't know if you ever heard of First Form. They're a supplement company, but they do a lot of other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And they're doing like an athlete search, which you should look into because I think you'd be great. Um, okay. okay. But uh, but they pick one athlete and five brand ambassadors every year oh, and, cool. or this year. And the athlete mm-hmm. gets put on like a six-figure multi-year contract and they're fully sponsored. And so mm-hmm. like I've been trying to I, – I don't want to say been – I mean obviously I'm trying to win it. But from mm-hmm. what I've heard, like they just like changing yourself isn't going to get you the job, but just showing who you are. Exactly. Being authentic, being real. Yeah. yeah. And like listening to the, you know, listening to like the CEO's podcast and stuff like that. Like I just really align with like their mindset mentality. And I felt okay. like when they described like what they were looking for, like they were just painting me with a brush. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> let's so, so I understand like relatively like where you're coming from and stuff. It's really exciting. I don't know. Especially like post-college and stuff. It's like, well, what the heck do I do with my life? <laughs> I know. How do you... Okay, so... Like, I can literally like do everything I need to do with this. Yeah. Wherever. Like, it's all... Like, and that's yeah. like the beauty, especially like online stuff. And like, there's a lot of skepticism. It's like, ooh, it's a it's a pyramid scheme. It's like this company's been around for 40 years. Yeah. And if someone buys something, it's not going directly to me. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. Like, that's not how it works. And people just like... And you know, if you Google something, it's gonna come up with like Google. Anyone can put stuff on Google, so yeah. it's like you like have to like research it and not just like like surface level. Be like, wait, what? So I don't know. But, I think uh, I think what you said is so important too, because like you know, we're both now former college athletes, which is crazy to say. I mean, you spent did you spend four or five years at Oregon State? Four. Yeah. Yes. So, so I spent five, and it's just like. Done. It's, it's so crazy. It's done. It's. Done. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I don't know what your you know goals are. If you're planning to continue to, I mean, gymnastics kind of ends at the college level, but, um, but like if you're planning on doing like anything else, but like obviously, like I'm trying to continue to compete, but like not mm-hmm. with wrestling, and so it's like one thing like kind of died, you know, and it, yeah, it's like you're mourning that loss, and especially like when season got ended, like before it could even fully I want to talk about that too because mm-hmm. I think as far as like Oregon State goes, you were probably affected as bad as anybody being, you know, an All-American last year in the floor and then, mm-hmm. you know, coming into your senior season. I'm sure you probably had goals and aspirations to win, you know, win oh. the whole thing at floor. And <laughs> Yeah, that? I don't know. It was just so – because it started – I don't know, the week of senior week is always, or senior night, senior day, it's always, there's so many emotions because it's like your last time competing at home. Most of everyone's families have been able to come out. Like my family flew from Australia, like my mom, my dad, my sister, and they come out every year, but like my grandparents made the trip, my aunts, my cousins, and like some of them have never seen me compete. Like some of them have never seen me compete, like a few of my like aunt, like whatever. But I mean like, They've never seen me compete in college, so they haven't. They've only seen it through the TV, and there is nothing like college masters atmosphere. It's not like because they're used to watching me like back home or like wherever it is in elite sports. Very different. It's very it's more serious, and it's mm. less like it's not college. It's like yeah. So they were so excited to be part of that environment that we they'd seen on TV, and they'd you know, literally just they they were like living through me in a sense. Like wow, and then they were so excited to come, and then the Wednesday. 
that we heard like, oh, UCLA's meet got canceled or whatever, or like on the Tuesday. I'm like, this season I had sucks. Like, oh my gosh. Like, but that was, I only thought because the team pulled out because they're like, we don't want to travel and like risk it. And I was like, oh, like, it's that bad. Like, I just didn't understand the whole, I just didn't understand the enormity of like the pandemic that was No one did. Nobody, like nobody knew. But it's been, it was around for a little while, but we did just, you know what I mean? So anyways, yeah. and then Wednesday, it was kind of like, uh, yeah, so we're closing it off, no fans. And I was like, but my family is here. Like, what do you mean no fans? Like, that sucks, not being able to have fans. And then it was like, okay, families, yes. And then it was like, actually, the team pulled out. And we're like, okay, that's fine. We can still do like an exhibition in Guild with just our families or something. Yeah. And then like, everything shut down, yeah. nothing's happening. Pac-12s is canceled, regionals, no nationals no fans region like nationals canceled in like three days and we were like oh so just the fact and i think it was just already such an emotional week and like i definitely put more pressure on myself i wish i hadn't have like i don't regret i don't regret it but like if i had got another chance i would have just promised myself that i just would have like not put any pressure on myself to be perfect that same year because like statistically it wasn't my best year but i still like I don't know, like, it's just the more I reflect and, like, it's the memories. Like, I'm talk- I was talking mm-hmm. with one of my teammates last night and I was like, this has been, like, the coolest, even, like, the lowest of low moments, like, where we did not have the best meets or we got the lowest scores. It's like there's still, like, we can laugh about it now and be like, do you remember when that happened? And it's yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Like, and that is what, like, I'll cherish forever. So I think, like, just knowing that I'm not going to have those, like, be able to make more of those memories is what's sad, but knowing that I have them makes me so happy because some people just never get that opportunity. You know what I mean? So yeah, very, very bittersweet. But I definitely, the first like two weeks, I was just in bed. I was like, wow, like, this sucks. And I was like, I just never want to feel like this again. And I was just like, what am I? I felt like I was like purposeless. I was like, what am I doing now? Because I knew that I wasn't my sport and I knew that I was so much more than just gymnastics. Yeah. But it literally just like, ripped away. And I was like, well, I thought I had a month to just like plan. Like yeah. at least I was going to... And then it just seemed like it was like, boom, 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 boom. And it was just like, oh my gosh. I was like, okay, going into like lock, like taking our sport away is one thing, our season. And then it was like, boom, flights, like went through the roof. Like I'm talking $5,000 I saw for one flight to go home. And I was like- Your flights went, the flights to Australia went- It was crazy. Because flights, like, like flights in America went way down. They went down everywhere except like okay. other countries. Because I wanted to go to Australia because I was like spring break. I was unfortunately, I mean, I guess fortunately, but like I got super sick because I had a flight to Hawaii because it was like 200 bucks mm-hmm. and, and spring My break. Like, oh, spring break, let's go to Cabo for like $30. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, we could die. And yeah. then I was like, how much is it to go home? And at first it was like, oh, it's like not that bad. I'm like, this is so cheap. Like, are you serious? And my mom's like, ISIS, like it's like kind of risky to fly right now, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And then it was like two weeks of quarantine. And like for us, it was like two weeks of quarantine, like in a hotel in the city, like police were guarding the doors, like you cannot leave, like which is good. Cause now in Australia, it's almost like completely like flat light. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like it's so good right now back home. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because I think it was so strict and obviously there's a lot less people, but they like shut down. So only like Australian citizens are allowed to fly back. And then when they did, and I'm a dual citizen. So like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then like I was looking and mom was like, yeah, they're starting to like creep up now because like a lot of the airlines back home, like stopped flying. They're like, no, like we're done. Like we're not flying until May, like whatever. And like some of the American airlines are still going there, but obviously like they were charging a little bit more because the demand was less and they're not trying to have a flight of 300 plus people on that plane. Like yeah. that's like social distancing. So they cut down the availability, which then they're like, well, then they've got to make more money. So then the tickets, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like I stand it all, but like, it was just crazy. So I'm hoping to go home in like June, July. Gotcha. Like, like when I usually would have gone home anyways. Yeah. I think, so, I think during, well, first of all, I, I really felt for, for some of the gymnasts, especially you seniors, because there was a big senior class, and you guys did you guys did so well. Like at the end of the year last year, like I don't want to say like it was an underdog, but like you guys came out of the woodwork towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. and you know, and you guys finished at sixth, 
as a team. And I just know, like, you know, and I don't know how prolific it is in gymnastics. But I know in wrestling, like, everything, like, can change at the national tournament. You know, like, you can have... anyone's game. It's any like I mean you you go hit one floor routine, and you get like a, a what's a like a nine nine that'd be a great score. Plus is a good score, yeah. Say that again. You want a nine nine plus like yeah. That's so like let's say you get a nine nine five, and mm-hmm. and you're an all American or maybe if it's a like a low year or whatever like you could be a national champ with one. I mean I don't so, know how it works, but it all yeah, works. Yeah, so but, all Americans at nationals work as. First to eighth place, first okay. team, ninth to sixteenth, second team. So gotcha. that's essentially how it works. Sure. So you could have like a seven way tie for third and you're yeah. all Americans. So, it's like it's so. based on like it's not so like if the highest score is a one for whatever reason, if like everyone just fell a hundred times, yeah. You you'll be an all American if you were in the top sixteen. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. But through the scores, like at nationals there's six judges. Okay. So that really helps eliminate some of the bias if there yeah. is any. Yeah. Um, so like they drop the highest and the lowest and then average the rest. So it's like, because usually in regular meets, it's like two scores. Yeah. Like you get a 10, you get a 995, you got a 995. You get a 98, you got a 96, you got a 97. So yeah. Gotcha. But national is like, and that's what we're saying. We're like, as soon as like we qualified and like anything can happen on any given day. You don't know exactly. what the other team can do. Like exactly like there was an opportunity they had Florida had to count a fall on beam in the first rotation. And we were like, okay, like if we just do our job, like we could do this. It was going to be hard. We knew it because Florida is yeah. a really strong team and like they're very, very good. So we were like, we can't just be like, we got this guys because anything can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so we just did our jobs and we got to floor. It came down to the last rotation, came down to the last person. Cause like the first few scores we had on floor weren't that great. And we're like, okay, like they're going to beat us and they're over on bars, like going nine, nine, five, nine, nine, two, five, nine, 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 nine. Yeah. We're like nine, five, nine. And we're like, all right, we need a, oof, like, okay. And like Kate, it ended up coming down to Kate and she needed a nine, seven. That's what, like, I didn't know at the time. We just know that she needed to like hit. But like one of our coaches was like nine, seven, we need a nine, seven. And we're like, she gets like nine, nine, fives every time. So like, <laughs> But you're still like anything can happen, exactly. you know what I mean? And so anyway, she like lands her last pass. It looked like she was coming out, like opening out early. And I was like, oh my gosh. And she stuck it cold two feet. And we were just like, so that, and we obviously knew it was going to be more than a 9-7, but you, you, you got to wait till you see the score. You never know. Like people were like, oh, like it was a fluke, like blah, blah, blah. Like you guys even don't even deserve to be there. Like Florida's the better team. And I'm like, well, on the day, we were, I, and it is like you know what I mean. So everyone yeah. was so shocked that Florida didn't make it. Yeah, and we rock up to nationals, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that, like they did it. Like holy, sh-. like and we're like, "Well, yeah, like we're not like bad." Like yeah, you know what I mean? but it just so happened to be that like there was an opportunity presented to us, and honestly, like we did our job, but like we've done better for like the whole year. Yeah, it just happened to be that like our best was better on the day. Yeah, you know what I'm trying. So when we got to nationals, like again, we like had a great meet. Like, t- like for me, like I had a full home beam, and like I didn't have the greatest fire team of my life. But like, so t- statistically for me, nationals was my worst competition of the year, mm. which is kind of funny because like as a team, like it was just so it was such an amazing feeling. But I felt like I let the team down because I didn't like do my job in yeah. a sense, and that's always hard with team sport. But I mean, like. When you rock up, like you don't know, like the number one team to win it could just have an off day. Yeah. And three falls and then boom. You know what I'm trying to say? So, like, you yeah. don't rock up and be like, oh, we're not going to win. Because, like, you don't know that. Yeah. Like, just to, like, you can look at the paper and be like, okay, like, we might come dead last. But, like, that doesn't mean anything because we knew we had that confidence and belief that, like, it's anyone's game. Yeah. And everyone thinks that, especially like some of those top teams, like they might not think it's anyone's game because they're like, well, if you're ranked number one the entire season, why would you think it's anyone's game? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like obviously the great teams respect that it can be anyone's game. So they still are like, like you just can't take it for granted and you can't yeah. like waste a moment. Oh, for and sure. I that, that team last year was living proof that anything can happen. No one would have predicted that. I had a feeling before we had that meet, I woke up that morning and I was like, we're going to nationals. Like, I just had a feeling. I was like, I don't know how, 
I don't know what's going to happen, but I know we're going to nationals. Like I just knew it. Like mm-hmm. I just had something and I had this belief in us because we just had momentum and I was like, it's happening. And I knew that we were going up against Florida and Denver. Yeah. And I, maybe something's going to happen and like, we're going to knock out Denver. Cause like we were more likely to like knock them out than Florida. Cause they were the number one ranked seed. Yeah. But we knocked out Florida and Denver won that regional. So we were like us and Denver, we were both like, Hey, <laughs> like, this is crazy. Yeah. I have the utmost respect for that team, for every team, for all of our competitors always. And my heart went out for them, you know, just as I'm sure like the heart goes out for everyone when they don't make it. But I was just like so proud of what we accomplished because so many people were like, an upset is fairly unlikely for this regional. And it's like, okay, like you don't, you never know. Like, you never and know. that's what is just so amazing. That, it's just, yeah, sport. I mean, that's why you go compete. Like I would take a fluke any day. Any day, like honestly, like I would, I would hang my hat if I beat somebody that was better than me. Like you know, like because That's it's like saying. because it's not who's better three hundred sixty five like more days three hundred sixty five days out of the year. It's who's better at that time. Exactly, and that's what I think is so awesome about like our coaching staff, and especially like our head coach Tanya. She's like, I don't care if we're ranked fortieth, if we're ranked first, you go out there and you prove yourself. Like, exactly. even exactly. if you're the number one team, you still got to show up and prove why you're number one. And not prove to anyone else, prove to yourself. Because she's like, at the end of the day, like, we've done the work. And she just was like, because there was so much going on, like, with social media and, like, surrounding, like, oh, the fluke in Oregon State. Like, oh, like, how did they make, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was obviously people that were like, we love this kind of story. And then there were people that were like, this show isn't fair. Like, Florida was in the top three all year. Like, they deserve to be there, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, Tanya was like, so... She just wanted us to know. She's like, you guys deserve every bit of this. Like, don't for a second think, oh, we don't deserve to be here because, like, you know, we we fluked it. She was like, you didn't fluke this. Like, your hard work paid off. And in that moment, we got the job done. Yeah. And, that, and I was like, wow, that's so true. Because I'm one of those people that, like, would feel guilty for my successes. Mm. So, like, when I was young in gymnastics, I would, like, kind of, like, prevent myself from getting better in certain ways. Because I like felt bad for my teammates if they couldn't do something. Mm. Or, like if I get something really quick, I'm like a relatively quick learner. And like I still to this day, if I can't do something on like the first try, or, like the first three tries, I'm like next, like like this is it. Like and I think that's why with gymnastics it like pushed me so much because like you literally have to keep like you know trying to perfect your craft. And it was like, well, if I want to be good at this, I have to keep practicing. But it was just for me like it got to a certain point where. I was like, wait, why can't I do this? And they're like, well, this is hard. I'm like, I know, but I can always do stuff like really easy, like on the first try. And they're like, well, welcome to the real world. And I was like, hold up, like what? So, and there's always something in gymnastics that you can be learning. Yeah. It's like, if you can't do one thing, it's like you can try to do this thing. And then and, like everything always like intertwines in some kind of way. So that was just something that like one of the biggest lessons I think I've learned from gymnastics. Like I've learned that like, it's okay if you can't do something on the first try and that doesn't mean you just give up. Yeah. And like, Yes, like especially when I was younger, like it was okay because I was talented enough that I could just try something else and be good at it instead, like mm. in the gym. Yeah. But then it got to the point where I was like, well, now I can't move on to that, what I want to do until I get better at doing that. It's like, oh, this sucks. But like I learned so much from that. And like that's something my coaches like really helped me with. Um, and it, like, so it's like through college, I just learned that like, don't be, like, don't feel bad for being good at something. I, unless you're just being arrogant and rude about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you suck. Like, obviously, I've never been like that. But it was just more like when I got here, I was able to, like, really, like, own. And, like, just, like, that's when my self-confidence really started to, like, you know, come out. Because I was like, I'm allowed to be good and know I'm good without being arrogant and cocky. And, like, sometimes being cocky to an extent, like, internally, like, walking into the arena and being like, like, I'm better than you guys is okay. <laughs> you don't walk into the arena. I'm better than you. Like, that's rude. Yeah. I, but, like, you can walk in and be like, I, like, yeah, I'm really good. And, like, you're allowed to do that. And, like, I wouldn't, before I'd be like, oh, like, they'd be like, you're so good. I'm like, no. Like, and I'm still obviously, like, a hum- I would say I, I consider myself a humble person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Like, you know, my team helps me and blah, 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 blah. Because, like, it's not just one person, like, helping yeah. you. So it's like, I don't know. I've just learned so much in that sense to be like, and that's something that, like, outsiders, when I say outsiders, I mean, like, non-Americans. Like, the stereotype is, like, oh, the American, like, arrogant athlete that thinks they're the best at everything. And I came here, and I was, like, 
all the boys like, I'm going to the league. I'm like, how do you know? Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. no one talks about it at home. Yeah. No one talks, like, like, wishes that stuff into existence as much as people do here. And I'm like, you know what? Like, as arrogant as some people can be, like, that's probably why you guys are so successful at what you I, do. I was just going to say, I think you, like, like, for you me, know, like, like I, I have, I have, say that again, sorry. There's no, it's so crazy. Cause like, if you believe it and you work hard, of yeah. course it's going to happen. But if you just yeah. like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. I'm not good enough for that. It's like, yeah. no, I'm good. And then it's like the universe. I'm a huge believer in like what you put out, you get back. Yeah. Law of attraction. Like, exactly. It's so yeah. real. I'm like, this is why they're that good at stuff because they believe that they are, even if they're not. Yeah. I'm like you, but you, if you're not good at something, it's like, yeah, I am. It's like, okay. But as long as they believe it, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And that's what I've learned. It's sure. like, because my dad's American and my dad would always be like, yeah, USA's best basketball. We're the best in the world. And mom's <laughs> like, stop that. Like it's anyone's game. Dad's like, it's not. We're the best in the world. And I'm like, but guess what? You guys are the best in the world. And watch like, the, watch the last hundred Olympics. Right? Because you have that confidence in yourself. Yeah. It's like... It's the American dream. It's like as soon as you believe that, and it's like, and I believe like you can have that. You can do it in all kinds of different ways. Sure. But like sure. I go home and I know that like some people are like, oh my gosh, like I don't know. And my dad would say he's like, you got that American flag. I'm like, what does that even mean? He's like, you got you're confident. Like yeah. you're confident in yourself. Like yeah. I left, I was like uncertain about myself. I didn't have self confidence. I didn't love myself like I do now. So it's like when I came here, I learned, and I'm like, I can be humble and gracious, and also be like. I'm freaking amazing at what I do and I deserve my successes. Yeah. And that's the shift. Like that's what I've learned. And that's like, honestly, like one of the biggest takeaways I have from like coming to college. So, yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, no, I think, uh, I think a lot of, you know, and I don't know how it is in other countries, obviously, but I think a lot of people have that because they're willing to, for me, like, you know, I put that stuff out there and obviously, you know, my college career wasn't, you know, I, if I could write my college career, I wouldn't have written the one I had, you know, um, mm. <clears throat> there was definitely a lot more disappointment than ups, but I still believed that to the bitter end, you know, and I, mm. I don't regret that. I don't regret like saying I was going to do something because for me, like when I made, like, I'll just say like, when you, like, let's say you want to go on a diet or you want to start exercising. Like if you don't tell anybody about it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Period. Like, but mm -hmm. if you're, if you're accountable to not just exactly. yourself, but other people, like if you tell the world something, you're going to put yep. all your chips in that basket and do whatever you can to get it. Whether mm -hmm. or not. And so I think like so many people are like, like, you, you know, every football player that goes to every school says, I'm making it to the NFL. Statistically, no, you're not. Yeah. Statistically. Mm -hmm. And then we learn about that. They said that the first day of bridge, they're like, statistically speaking, 2% of you guys are going pro. Yeah. And I was well, I'm not because there's no such thing. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, and there's like 15 football players in there and they're all like, we're going. And I'm yeah. like, and I, because I was just such a real, I was like, statistics, what? And I just didn't understand the power of like self-belief and manifestation and like, and now I say like as a joke, like literally everything, I'm like, I'm good at that. Like we go bowling. I bowl like 60s. Like I'm not good. <laughs> I am good. But like, they were like, oh, like, I see this, blah, 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 like, let's go bowling. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so good at bowling. My boyfriend's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And I'm like, because I just, now I just like doing it. I'm like, I say I'm good at everything because then it makes me feel good. And even yeah. if it's not, oh, well, I'll get it next time. You yeah. know what I mean? Rather than be like, I could never do that. Like, yeah. I that. like how does that help anyone? You know? Yeah. Well, like Confucius said, like, he who says he can't and he who says he can are both <laughs> usually right. And I've just yep. found so much value, like people that I know that are successful, you're not, you're like, just in my experience and what I've seen, you're setting yourself up for the most success if you believe it, not mm -hmm. if you're realistic about it. Exactly. Because if, if you look at things where they are, then they're just going to continue to be where they are and it's not a recipe for success. But successful people are willing to look at something and, and have a vision for the future that maybe not anybody else can see, but they're still mm. willing to believe it and like go after it. And so I've always found and I've always seen like, I think so many people are scared of like looking stupid. Yep. And I'm not like, and I, you're, you're probably <laughs> the same way, but like most division one athletes and most people, obviously people at your level, 
like are not scared to look stupid if it gets them closer to their goal. Yep. So. Exactly. And I think that's just so important because at the end of the day, like I would say like, I don't really care what people think sure. to an extent. Sure. Like I'm one of those people that's like, I'll leave the house without makeup. I'll look, I'll walk out wearing the same like clothes I did the day before, like to breakfast. I'm wearing like an oversized hoodie and pants to breakfast. Like it's just like, it is what it is. Like I don't, but like, I care about what people think of me like as a person and mm. that's something that I'm learning. It's like, well, if you know, if you're true to who you are and you're true to what you believe and you'll hold your values true to you, mm-hmm. they're going to perceive you however they're going to perceive you. So like, why yeah. should that affect you? Cause like knowing there might be someone in this world that doesn't like me makes me so sad. I'm like, like I, cause I would say I'm a nice person. Like I don't want anyone to be like, I this is so mean. Like that would like breaks my heart. Yeah. There are so many people out there that, like, I literally don't care what they think. Yeah. And it's like, but what if they think you're mean? It's like, so I know I'm not mean. It's like, wow. So like, there's still things I'm working on for myself and that comes from like within. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. It's just so much more about like what makes you happy and like what fuels your fire and like not being afraid, like just own it. Like yeah. if you want to be the best nail tech in the universe, do it. Like there's no, like don't be, if you're not studying like biomolecular engineering with the like minor in philosophical science and environmental like rockets i don't know like you just made like, those majors up yeah i did but <laughs> i just had to think of, like the smartest did ones. you say environmental rockets yeah i don't know you know what i mean like <laughs> for so long i was like oh like i'm so stupid like i'm doing like human development and family sciences and like my teammates are doing like biomolecular whatever or like what engineering you know what i mean yeah, and it just yeah, made yeah, me feel I, I like i was I stupid and i was like but then I realized I'm like, well, okay, well that's their thing, and they want to do that. Like, yeah. and then I'm like, yeah. I'm not, I can't be jealous of not being in that position because I would hate to study biomolecular science. Exactly. I would hate it. Like, I couldn't think of anything worse. Anyways, like, I just, I couldn't. So I'm like, well, why be, like, you know what I'm trying to say? I was like, I yeah. just need to own what I'm good at, and I'm good at people. Yeah. I'm good at talking to people. I'm good at communicating with people. Like, I'm good at like that's what I do. Like I'm a people person and I like and I think so many people only think that there's so many ways to like be successful or be smart or be good at something. Like I don't know. Like introvert like I would say I'm definitely like extroverted. Like I'm an extrovert. I, it's easy for me to talk to people and make friends. That's never really been an issue for me. Mm-hmm. So like when I find people who are like, you know, more shy, like I want to help them like come out of their shell, but then I'm like, well that's actually really hard for them to do. Just like it's hard for like someone to tell me like, Hey, can you just like not be like, so like out there all the time? I'd be like, well, that's like, I like being like that. So it's like, I had to learn that like everyone's so different, but then like within us all being different, we have so many strengths. And that's what I think I learned about being on like my team and every team I've been on. Not one of us was the same. Like the quiet ones, they, they brought so much. Like when they had something to say and they said it, everyone was like, yes. Because it's one thing for the loud person to constantly say stuff. Mm-hmm. But when the person that doesn't usually say something says something, it's like, what did you say? Oh my, yes. It's like, you know what I mean? It's more like, I don't know, when everyone is able to like feel comfortable enough in a space to like be their true authentic self, I think yeah. that's just so important. And that's like, for me, this is my true authentic self. So it's like, and it just so happens to be that I'm loud. And I think so many people get the misconception that in order to be like a nice, happy, fun, whatever person, you have to be like, that all the time and that's so not true because there are so many days where I am not like yeah because like everywhere it's draining like yeah. you know what I mean like sometimes that's really draining and you just need to and like my roommates can testify that my family can testify that my closest friends can be like you are not at 150% all the time but that's what most people see you know yeah. what I'm trying to say so I think that's why it's important for me to be really transparent with everyone and not like have this whole like facade of like I'm always happy because I'm not like that's yeah. just not true and I think that's why it's been great me working with the Get Worth It campaign and like a mental health campaign and it's just been like I don't know I've learned a lot more about myself obviously like how many resources there are out there but how many people feel like they have to be at a certain level all the time because that's like they feel like that's their role and it's like so many roles that you have not just that one you know what I mean yeah again another long-winded answer but I just like I don't know. That's just such a complex topic talking yeah. about that. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, first of all, you're an amazing person and I loved everything you said. 
And uh, I could legitimately, I told you 30 minutes, we've gone about 12 minutes over that. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I've talked to you all day. But I do want to end on this. I have a few notes that we're not going to mm-hmm. get to, but um, maybe at some Thanks. point we'll we'll get you, yeah, we'll get you on again for sure. Um, all the time. <laughs> so, um, but I do want to ask you, sorry if you hear kids screaming, I swear I haven't kidnapped them. They're on the uh, outside. I have the garage door open. Okay. I was like, I didn't. Sorry, I just missed that loss like 10 seconds. Like, oh, I said, I said, what you say? I said, sorry <laughs> if you can hear kids screaming. I have the garage door open. I swear I, I didn't kidnap any kids or anything like that. Um, <laughs> but I, I do want to yeah. talk about this, uh, the Damn Worth It campaign, um, because I want you to conceptualize it. I want you to promote it. I'm going to have Evan on um, at some point to tell his story. Uh, I think his story is mm-hmm. amazing, and I, I want to get a few more big guests to get the podcast as big as possible, to tell mm-hmm. so his story can reach as many people as possible. Because yeah, um, he has an amazing story, but I just want to ask, like, one, obviously, this is a crazy time, and and you touched mm-hmm. on it a little bit. I think it's a time where like a lot of things have been taken from a lot of people, and our priorities are starting to be reinforced. You there? Did I lose you? Oh no. Sorry. No, I can. I'm like, I can still see you. Like, I'm right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, like I was saying, uh, like our priorities are starting to be reinforced. Like, what's really important, and um, and I think it goes in with you know. So, I just wanted to hear, like, what are some things, like maybe you're leaning on or you're finding out, like, are important, aren't important. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then maybe just talk about the damn worth it campaign a little bit, and like what that's been for you, your role, and like how mm-hmm. that. Like just, I mean, what the campaign does, and if anybody wants to get involved, how they get involved. Absolutely. So I would say, like for me, like during this time, it's been like a roller coaster. And like for me, when human interaction and like those connections, I like are so important for me. It's hard at a time like this where you can't necessarily do that all the time. Like I'm not around all my friends. Like yeah, like vibing off of each other's energy because that's what I love to do. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love having my downtime because like, like I said before, like sometimes I need to decompress. Like if I've been like, let's go for like 10 hours, I need to come home and just be like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And that's, I really, and I think as I get older, I'm learning that like I'm more introverted than I think. Like yeah. I really do love spending time with myself um, to an extent. So I think for me, like realizing that I need a balance of the two and like knowing that that's okay mm-hmm. and knowing like even if I'm not like you know what? like I'm still I still am that person but like there's more to just like being at 900 million percent all the time because it's just it takes so much out of you yeah as easy as, easy as it is to do as natural as it comes to me that doesn't mean that I don't want someone to like match my energy sometimes to like yeah. kind of you know what I'm trying to say? Yep. So I think healthy balance has been really important and figuring that out is hard because it's like sometimes I want to like reach out and like have a 50 million people FaceTime call <laughs> and I'm also like, oh, but I can't be bothered. So it's like knowing that that's okay and not to feel guilty if I'm not reaching out to everyone 24-7 because that's what I do and it's like, okay, what do I need to do? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously like staying in contact with my family has been really important and especially if I haven't been able to like go home as much. And I'm used to not being able to go home as much, but it's more just like now that it makes it like more difficult to do so, it's like yeah. a little bit harder. Um, so yeah, I've been trying to talk to them more. And the other thing I've been doing that I like steered away from, like I started doing it like in like fall term and then kind of stopped when like we hit season, which I should have kept going, is I have like a gratitude journal and I'll write like what I'm grateful for. And then like no matter what the day is, whether it was like the worst day of my life, the best day, I write what I'm grateful for. And then, like, I kind of just write, like, a little snippet of, like, the day. So it's, like, I can kind of look back and be, like, oh, my goodness. Like, that day, I blah, 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 blah. Or that day, I, oh, I remember that time. You know, so it's kind of just, like, good. But I think it's just so important to, like, appreciate what you do have. Because, like, right now, like you said, like, we're all going through such, like, a weird time. And we feel like we've lost so much mm-hmm. in so many different aspects of life. It's, like, it's really important that you do appreciate what you do have. So I'm, like, I miss my family. But I'm grateful that I have a family to miss. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm grateful that I have a family that loves me enough that it makes it hard for me to not be with them all the time. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. there are some people that right now that hate being home because they have a horrible home life. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, so it's like, it's not fair for me to be like, 
oh my gosh, like if you're home, like you need to be so grateful. And like, even though that is true, like be grateful with the time you spend, but like be grateful for the fact that like, for just what you have, you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Yeah. Um, so I would say that's been something that's been huge for me. And even like there's been some nights where I'm like, I don't want to do it. Like I'm not in the mood. I'm like, I don't want to do it. Like I'm grateful for stuff, but I don't want to do it. And I'm like, no, like it's important for me to write down what I'm grateful for. So that's like for me, like, writing it down makes it real. Um, and I like writing. Like I like I don't like doing it on my phone because like it's yeah. just not it's, like the connection isn't there. Yeah, so I agree with that. I like writing it down, so that's been really cool. And then like after I do it, I feel like accomplished, even if it was like I'm writing about how I felt sad or how I felt lonely or whatever it is. It's like, okay, I've put it out there and now I can sleep on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the mental like the mental health campaign, like damn worth it has been great. Like it was co-founded by one of my former teammates and um, one of Amber's former teammates on the soccer team and on the gymnastics team and both lost teammates to suicide. So it was really like it hit home. So it was like when like they really turned something that was so tragic and everyone struggled with their own mental health and they were like, let's turn this tragedy into something beautiful and help inspire other people to speak out, to get help, to like be okay with not being okay and really use that vulnerability and turn it into a strength because it is. Like people, and so many times, like it started especially to like end the stigma around mental health in sport because so many athletes feel like, gotta be tough, gotta be strong, you know, like when you're struggling, it's okay because that means you're getting stronger. But it's like, actually, sometimes when you're struggling, it doesn't mean you're getting stronger. Like, just like you need the rest day for your body, like you need a rest day for your mind, and you need to, you get treatment for your body, you take your ankle when it hurts, you do, you get in the ice tub when you're sore. What do we do for our minds when that's, you know? And like we can't be expected to our best if we have other things going on. And I think that that's it's still something that needs to change in the culture of sport and just in general, um, in so many different like subgroups and cultures as well. Like you can talk about toxic masculinity as much as you want. Like a big old tough 260 pound football player might not want to be like, guys, I'm just feeling a little bummed out today. They'll be like, put your pants mm. on go out there and hit some people and that's like what we need to change because it's like like if you look at the statistics and like it doesn't matter who you are Michael Phelps like it like you'd think he's so like all of these celebrities all of these famous athletes that are like you think like they're so rich what could they ever be sad about look at that beautiful life look at those kids and they're like actually I have severe depression and I need help and I go see accounts that's okay and everyone's like what like if that's happening to a top tier athlete, yeah. one of the great athletes in the world, of course your average Joe is gonna be feeling like that too because there's daily stresses. Yeah. Like if you can't like if you're a broke college student that can't afford housing, how does that affect you? Yeah. And if you're a single parent that's trying to raise three kids and you're working seven jobs, how's your mental health going? Yeah. So it's just really trying to like bring awareness to the fact that it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. And that like it's not a it's not a weak thing because yeah. it's important because like you don't want to have friends. It's hard to see people that you love struggle, but so many times like you don't know when people are struggling. So like for me, like I would tend to be like I don't want to tell them how I feel because like I don't want to like burden them. And it's like and I still to this day sometimes it's it's even hard for me to be like yeah, it's just struggling a little bit and I'm like I'm getting better at doing that. But like because I would always expect I'm like well if I'm not feeling like okay like I'm waiting for someone to be like you good and then I'm like actually rather than me be like hey excuse me I need to talk to you. So it's like we're just trying to encourage people that no matter who you are, what you do, where you're going in life, like what walk of life you're on, like it happens to all of us and it like affects all of us so differently. Um, so just like not to judge because it's like. Every like there's just so much beauty in life and it's like it's obviously easy to say that when you're in a position like I am and I'm so grateful for all the blessings yeah. I have. But that doesn't mean that you don't struggle, you know. So yeah. I just love that and I'm like I work within the social marketing um social media team. So, you know, we do a lot to like to try to like ramp up the Instagram and like post things and this month we've been doing a damn positive month of April. So like just like, you know, taking us through our day, what do we do to stay positive? Like just being real about it. Um, so that's been really cool and I just love how I'm able to use the platform I have through sport to talk about this because whenever I post things on my Instagram I get a lot of people like thank you for this I needed this today and I'm like oh my gosh like I didn't know that me by posting a little quote posting on my Instagram someone was going to reach out and say I needed this today and I'm like imagine how many people do need that and they just didn't speak up and say it you know what I mean like and to know that like people really respond to that 
like makes me feel good and it makes me feel like I'm able to at least help one person. Like if you can help one person in this world, like I think you've done your job, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I have a platform, if I have thousands of followers, why not use it and like advocate for stuff that I'm passionate about and I believe is really important. So yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you can attest to this too. And I'll just make one more point and then, you know, I'll let you go here. We've gone almost an hour. Um, mm-hmm. But like our weaknesses are how we connect to people most, not yeah. like our strengths. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because not everybody has, you know, we, you know, you can't connect to everybody through being an all American gymnast. You know, not everybody has that mm-hmm. mindset. Gymnastics. And I can't relate to dude on the mat. Like I don't like, I yeah. don't know that. I don't know what that's like to be yeah. a wrestler. So I don't, we don't have yeah. that connection. I think, I think gymnastics and wrestling, I, I've always said gymnastics and wrestling are the two hardest sports in college. And, um, obviously, <laughs> obviously I'm a homer, so I'm gonna have to say wrestling's tougher, but I'm sure you would say gymnastics. Um, but as far as mindset goes, we probably, you know, those two sports probably have the most similar as far as that goes. But like, yeah, I mean, our weaknesses are what connects us to people. Like our weaknesses is what, you know, the fact that we can relate to somebody through weakness is is normally what's going to bring somebody through the fire not relating to somebody through you know our strength mm-hmm. so because that's real like that's real life problems like yeah. if a celebrity is like or a famous athlete's like oh my gosh like my lamborghini broke down mm-hmm. everyone's like, exactly. Woo, like exactly. lamborghini. when they're like i struggle with mental health everyone's like me too oh and then it really just like strips away all of those like layers to who you are yeah. to get down to the root to be like I am this I'm an Olympic gold medalist I am the best in the world at what I do but I can connect with a single mother of three children working 12 jobs because we're both we both have anxiety mm-hmm. or we're both struggling and that's not to say you have to have like you know a mental illness or a mental disorder or like struggle with mental health to connect to people but like just day-to-day struggles when people can be like Oh, like it just really strips away those barriers and like allows for more conversation. And that's what this campaign is aiming to do. We're trying to start the conversation. We're not health, like mental health professionals. Yeah. We're everyday regular people who struggle because we all do. Yeah. And we're just trying to advocate that that's okay. And we just want to be here for people as a support. You know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. that it's a raising awareness. Yeah. We're not out here. Like if you need professional help, we encourage you to get professional help. We're not sitting here doing like FaceTime calls without people like diagnosing prescription. Med- you know what I'm saying? Like we can't it's do It's not that. Dr. MD or we're regu- yeah. exactly. We're everyday people that are here to tell you that it's okay. And we're yeah. here for you yeah. and to reach out when you need it. And that's what I think is so beautiful about this because it's not coming from scientists. It's not coming from people with PhDs in psychology. It's like, no, I am ISIS. I'm a, gymnast I was an elite gymnast for years I was a college gymnast and I struggle too sometimes and that's oh so I think that's just what's so beautiful about that campaign and even if like next year I'm not working like on the campaign or like on the committee I'm always going to advocate because it's just it's so important yeah awesome awesome well Isis please um please send me any information that you'd like me to link um for Mm -hmm. damn worth it um in the description for this guys if you want to um, if you want to help out with Damn Worth It, I'll uh, I'll post a link or or whatever. I'm sure you can send that. And then um, also send me your is it Arbon? How do you say Arbon? Arbon. Send send me that too, and I'll I'll post that in the um, description as well because we plug both of those things. So hey, hey, I appreciate you doing this. This was awesome. Thanks, so. Christian. I had so much fun. Let me know. I'd love to be back on. Thank you so much. Have a yeah. good day. You too. All right, guys. Well, that is it. Um, first of all, a special huge thank you to Isis Lowry for uh, just being an amazing guest. Definitely going to have her on again um, at some point when I when I get the studio and everything. Um, but yeah, great podcast. One of my probably one of my favorite podcasts I've done. Um, so yeah, it was a it was fun, good conversation. Um, yeah. Uh, real quick guys, if you're listening to this, please, uh, on Apple or Spotify, please, uh, make sure you like and, uh, leave a review, leave a five-star review, hopefully, and, uh, maybe leave a comment, make sure you subscribe so you know every time I have a big guest on. 
Um, I do a weekly podcast with my buddy Gus, and uh, that's usually pretty funny. We'll get into, you know, we'll do some comedy. We'll we'll get into some uh, philosophy, some sports, faith, you know, what have you, politics. We get into all of it. Um, so, so that's a good time, and uh, yeah, we put a lot of work into it. So make sure you guys uh, subscribe if you have not yet. Go over to my YouTube channel, subscribe to that. The link will be in the bio. Check out both of those things that uh, ISIS talked about, the Damn Worth It campaign and the Arbonne. Um, sound, I mean, I know personally the Damn Worth It campaign, what they do is amazing, and I'm going to try to get the president on at some point. I can get him on at any point. He's one of my best friends, but um, just want to you know, get his story, which is really amazing. Um, to as many people as possible because uh, it's crazy. It's crazy what God was able to do in his life, transform him and and what he's still doing. So I appreciate you guys. Um, God bless all of you. But uh, I think we're done here.